Luke, I have a question. What is ChatGPT? Hey everybody, I'm Luke. I'm Spencer. And on today's episode of Dad, I have a question. We're gonna be talking about ChatGPT. First of all, hello everyone. And sorry, it's been a little while since we've recorded an episode. We've been busy with all sorts of stuff, <laughs> but it is now holiday season 2022 and we are back with an episode about ChatGPT. So Luke, what is ChatGPT? I keep hearing about it in the news. Tell me more. It's this really cool artificial intelligence model developed by OpenAI. Basically, it's been trained on a huge data set of human-generated text, so it can generate responses that sound like they've been written by a human. It's really useful in educational settings, like creating virtual tutors or assistants that can help students, and it's been used to generate educational content for podcasts and other stuff, which is great for creating interactive and engaging learning experiences. Okay, that, that seems like a pretty comprehensive answer. Uh, did you just come up with that yourself? So that answer was actually given to me by ChatGPT when I typed in, write a short summary of what ChatGPT is for an educational podcast. Make it sound conversational. <laughs> okay, so a robot wrote that. Yes, so this was written by ChatGPT. Um, this is, so let's get into it. Uh, this was a new uh, language model that was made by OpenAI. You could, so OpenAI is, yes. a, is a company. It's like a venture, it's a venture funded company. Microsoft is a big investor. And by the way, what website should people go to if they want to check out ChatGPT? Yeah, so you can just go to openai.com. They have a lot of different artificial intelligence projects. Or you can just Google ChatGPT and it'll be the first result. Um, it's G been released to the public, so it's open to anyone to experiment with. Would you know what, Ch what GPT stands for? Uh, I actually do not. Do you? Um, I do not. Um, okay. Um, uh, so, okay, so it's a website. And you go there and you type some words like, tell me what ChatGPT is, or we'll talk in a minute about some of the cool things that you've asked it. And then it, it types back answers to, to your questions, basically. Yes, right? exactly. Uh, it's been trained, uh, as, was as was mentioned, uh, with what it wrote about itself, it's been trained on a massive amount uh, of data from across the internet. Uh, so it does have some drawbacks, but essentially it's been trained on all of this data so then it can write in the styles of certain people and it can uh, compile information in really interesting ways. So I think it'll become more clear if we give some examples. So what are some, so, so you've been using this for a couple weeks now. Yes, I've been experimenting with this a lot. Me um, too. It's, it's very fun. I suggest that everyone uh, gives it a shot and type in some prompts. It's different from uh, Google because it's not just searching the web for information. It's generating the information uniquely itself in the moment. So if two people type in the same thing, maybe it'll generate similar responses, yes, but think of it as a computer that is thinking based on the knowledge that it knows of what responses uh, to give you. So it can actually accomplish creative feats. So do you want to talk about some of the creative yeah. things you've seen so it it's, do? It's so, yeah, so it's more like asking like the smartest person you know whatever you want to ask it and then it responding but that this is way smarter than any person you know. Okay, so like for example, I used it. Uh, I got an email from somebody um, that wanted that I used to work with that said, "Hey Spencer, you know, can we get together and chat? I have a startup idea." And so um, I, I I went to ChatGPT and I said, "Compose an email reply to a former colleague that wants to get together. Uh, I'm busy until January, uh, but can then." And it wrote back a perfect three paragraph email, like, dear blank, um, so great to hear from you. Thanks a lot for, you know, for reaching out. I'm excited to learn what you're up to. Uh, I'm really swamped right now. Can we get together in January? I look forward to it. Thank you. 
And then I copied that and pasted it into my email. I you know, tweaked it a little bit, um, added my name, added his name, and there you go. It saved me you know, 45 seconds, basically. Um, that was a pretty simple example. Go yes, ahead. so um, one of the things that it's good at, as, as you mentioned there, is writing. So it can write, um, it can write uh, five paragraph essays on a variety of subjects. It can write uh, emails to people. It can do some creative writings. Um, it can write uh, poems and music. We asked yeah, it to write a lyrics. melancholy piano song with lyrics the other day, and it made one of those. Yeah. And you can argue about how good it was, maybe not perfectly creative, but it's very impressive for and it's, it an also, AI to do that. It changes. So, so that's a good example, right? We said write a melancholy, write lyrics to a, a three-minute melancholy song. Mm -hmm. and, and within 20 seconds, we had you know, 12 verses or whatever. We then responded. We said, make it rhyme. And it rewrote the whole thing in rhyme. We then said, make it a little bit longer. And it added a couple of verses. Yes, and that, that ties into another thing it's good at, which it's good at tweaking on the yeah. spot. You don't have to go back every time. You can just sort of engage in a conversation where it's like, make it. For example, I didn't love the prompt uh, that it gave me when I wanted to do the introduction se section. I thought it sounded a little bit too stilted. So I typed, make it more conversational. Mm -hmm. And it rewrote the one that I ended up there. It added in the word basically, which added to make it more how a real person would talk. And my favorite one, of course, is whatever it comes back with, I, write, I like replying, now do it like a pirate. And it rewrites whatever it just wrote, but as a pirate. Yeah, I, it's a really fun niche to like do it in the style. It also knows a little bit about like the styles of people. So if there's someone that you can think of that has like a really distinct, um, really distinct speaking mannerisms, it may uh, have the, know, know those already. Um, there are, uh, should we get into a couple of the potential Yeah, let's, let's talk about like pros and cons. So the pros, I mean, some of the pros have just been fun and interesting and like, you know, a, a good use case of understanding how artificial intelligence can be used in our in our daily lives on a small scale. But let, let's stay with pros before we get to yeah. cons. So what are the other big pros? So the other big pro, uh, besides how fun and interesting it is, is that it actually can save you like significant amount of times, uh, significant amount of time in the things that you're doing in your day-to-day -day life. So a lot of people are already utilizing it at their jobs. I've seen uh, people using it to compile spreadsheets, to uh, do citations, to uh, write emails like you did, um, to research, to basically research across the entire internet on customer a topic. Support customer support. Customer support. A, a big category for this. This is something that uh, is going to be used by companies uh, so much. Like, for example, I think I mentioned to you the other day that. Uh, Certain companies for like negotiations will start using these to like negotiate a phone bill. Like it sort of just adds to the automation that we've been seeing. Um, yeah. So like like there's a company, there's a website called I think Do Not Pay, where yeah. you go to that website and you're like, you know, I got a parking ticket. Here's the link to the parking ticket, and then you pay them. This is not started by OpenAI, but it's right. This utilizing. Is a, this is a, it's a for-profit company. You go and you pay them whatever some amount of money. And then they, you know, argue the ticket for you, or they argue your tax assessment, or, or whatever. And they're starting to use th this this OpenAI chat GPT to do that for you. Yes. And you can imagine a world where this is where it gets a little creepy. Imagine a world where you go to a website to argue, you know, a parking ticket, for example, and it goes and starts arguing, like, you know, we should have to pay the parking ticket, blah blah blah, for these reasons. And it's arguing with another chat bot that works for the parking ticket company, for the government, right? And these two bots are arguing back and forth about something or negotiating something back and forth. Like that's going to happen. It's probably already happening. Yes. 
Um, one other thing I want to add in this section of people using it in their professional lives is it's really great at computer programming uh, because com computer programming is something that it understands. It's not it's somewhat creative, but it's not too creative where right. it doesn't look like a person at all. So, for example, I've typed in prompts like write a program that does X, Y, Z, and it is able to spit out a program that does that. And one thing I really enjoy about it is that it puts notes next to each of the lines of code that explains what that, that line of code does. So it can actually teach you as well. Speaking that's, of it, that's amazing. Speaking of it teaching you, why well, don't we get into some well, cons? So, um, uh, and we should talk about the business model too, of how this company might make money. Yeah, sure. Okay. Go ahead. And okay, so some cons. Um, you know, the, the field of education is starting to freak out a little bit about it because you can already go to it and say, you know, write a paper, uh, you know, good, an a, a grade A paper for a 12th grade English assignment about what are the themes in To Kill a Mockingbird. And then it will write that paper for you and then you can, you can tweak it. You can say like, uh, emphasize more, you know, how this character reacted when this thing happened. And boom, you've got your paper. Yes, and, and it is, I, I, I'm going to like give like little responses to each of these, yeah. just to further it a little bit. This, a lot of people are sort of pushing against this fear and saying this isn't the end of, of writing or of education. These papers uh, are very bland. They don't contain much like human in them. You, could, you saw that in the prompt I read at the beginning, for example. Mm -hmm. I said conversational, but I feel like a lot of people could tell that it sounded a little bit stilted. So these papers uh, are not up to very high quality and there are certain, um, there are already websites that are sort of being programmed right now where people believe that they can uh, detect sort of uh, watermarks, if yeah. you will, on writing that is done by ChatGPT. So it's not the end of writing, but it is certainly something that students will use, whether teachers like it or not. Uh, so that's something important to keep in mind. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's. It's very early. I mean, this is the, these, yes. these models have been out for a very short period of time. So nobody, like you're right, right now they see, they don't seem perfect, but they'll clearly improve. And it's time. and it's it's commercially available. Like that's incredible. Yeah. Just think about that. Think about how advanced this piece of technology is that it can be used by anyone with internet access. So so one of the other cons or potential cons, like with all technologies, is this job obsolescence fear, right? You can you can. Uh, automation, for example, um, you know, robots that are building whatever, building um, equipment or building things have put a lot of people out of jobs. And uh, people have always said like, well, knowledge workers will be safe because their jobs- Creative people will yeah, always be Creative people be safe. always said, well, hold on. Now we have a robot that, you know, that writes lyrics to songs. It can do art. And we should talk maybe about some of the AI around art. Um, it can, you know, it can, it can teach. How about a tutor? Like, like, like uh, you know, someone whose job is to be a math tutor for a 10th grader. Yes, and a lot of well, people a lot of people see that as a pro, right? Like yeah. that students can have access to this education. A lot of students are using yes. it as a learning tool. A lot of artists are using uh, Dolly, for example, to increase their art. But a lot of people are also worried about, um, is this going to affect the livelihoods of those people? Yeah, this is a much better tutor. You can write in it, you know, it, I did this the other day for Katerina, I said, um, you know, who's in sixth grade, I said, uh, Remind me how to tell the difference between uh, the formula for the area of a circle versus the circumference of a circle. And it gave a perfect explanation, like as good or better than a math tutor would have given to help her remember the difference between those two things. 
So boom, math tutor out of a job. <laughs> right. And and even if these professions aren't over yet, and I hope that they won't be because that would that would be bad for a, a lot of people. Um, it is definitely worrying people that it's a step in that direction. Right. Um, there's another con that a lot of it's sort of been overlooked by a lot of people, but there are very um, serious considerations about the um, racism and sexism that is inherent in a lot of these artificial intelligence systems. So this isn't something that a lot of people know about, but for example, I've seen uh, images circulated about how if you ask it to write uh, this certain kind of like true false Python program about like uh, what if, would someone be a good doctor based on their race, for example, and it spits out a true false, like if white, then true, if yeah. black, then false. So that is already something that has been patched by the company. If you put that in, they will, they will say, uh, it'll spit out like doctors, the quality of doctors uh, it should not be determined based on their race. So they are patching a lot of these things, and that's actually something I want to talk about in a second. Um, but there is a lot of uh, bias that's inherent in all of these artificial intelligence programs. There's a lot of bias that's inherent in the internet. So if the internet is how it's getting its knowledge, then yeah, that's it's a going good to point. have these that's actually, biases within That's it. a great point. Like, how did it come up with the answer to this? Well, it basically read everything on the internet in order to, in order to figure all this stuff out and come up with these answers. So uh, you're, you're right. It's like garbage in, garbage out, right? If, if, you, if it's learning from racism. Dolly, when, when you type doctor into Dolly, uh, at least when I did it, it spit out images of white men. Why is that? Because there's more photos on the internet of, doc of stock image doctors of white men, despite the fact that anyone of any race or gender can be so, a doctor. But, but I mean, I think longtime listeners of this podcast will know that in general, we're pretty big fans of technology. So yes, yes there are some, some negatives. Many of those negatives are going to be ironed out. This is new technology. Yes, and, and this is what I, what I wanted to get to is that um, ChatGPT does do a lot of good things in terms of safeguards. Like they have been – ChatGPT won't give its opinions on uh, political issues. It won't give uh, – it won't generally spit out abhorrent information if you ask for it. It won't tell you how to uh, hotwire a car. It won't tell you mm. which uh, candidate it would have voted for in the 2020 election. So it, it is doing a lot of these good things, and it's patching these issues when they come up. Mm. Um, and that's why I think generally we're optimistic about the future yeah. of this technology. So one of the coolest things that I, that I read was um, the CEO of this company, Sam Altman, he's kind of a famous guy in tech. He's, he was the founder of Y Combinator, which is one of the big um, accelerators and, um, and, and basically like early stage venture capital firm accelerators. And he's been, he's a founder of a couple other startups. Um, so he's very well regarded in tech. He was asked, okay, how is this thing gonna make money? And did you hear what his answer was? No, what? <laughs> his answer was, we're not entirely sure yet, but we intend to just ask ChatGPT <laughs> how it thinks it should make money. That's, that's <laughs> Which is nuts. And he was totally serious. I mean, but isn't that crazy? It's going to come up with a bunch of incredible ideas. I mean, we could go ask it right now. But um, So, I mean, I, I think in general, the way it's going to make money is it's going to commercialize. They're going to be B2B applications like... If, you know, right now you can, I can ask it a question of like, how do you compose an email to, you know, to a former colleague, but um, Microsoft Outlook might, or Gmail might, you know, want to have that feature embedded in their email clients and they might pay ChatGPT for that service, for example, or, yes. you know, other examples like that. Or, and this, this would be very bad news for a lot of people, but there's always a chance that they decide to make this. Um, not for commercial use, and you would have to pay a certain amount of yeah, money. Yeah, that's to possible. Use it. That's possible too. It would be disappointing, yeah. uh, 
because I think that this is a technology that should be open to everyone. Yeah. But it's it's definitely a possibility. There are already a lot of plugins on the internet that use this technology, yes. and I don't think that they are paying ChatGPT for them. I don't think so. So you, that's something that they're they would have to figure out as well. Cool. Um, it's an amazing technology. Check it out, listeners. And I would do a summary, but I feel like I gave a summary at the beginning, <laughs> and if you forgot, I would urge you to. Ask ChatGPT to summarize itself. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bye.